so we are living in uncertain times. I think all people everywhere, in all times and all places, have lived in uncertain times. And yet their uncertainty was theirs and our uncertainty is ours. So our, ours feels so much stronger and uncertain. And we have struggled to figure out how to make sense of the brokenness of this world. How to make sense of our own brokenness. How to make sense of the brokenness in our families. And the brokenness when life moves to death. And we try to hold those things and we struggle with those things. As all people everywhere, in all times and all places have struggled. So our struggles are not new. Ecclesiastes, there is nothing new under the sun. Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. And so we know that the human condition has uncertainty, that we are meant to struggle with, meant to learn from, meant to somehow be enriched by, so that we can see beyond that uncertainty and see that glimmer through the clouds to that ray of light that offers us hope. When I was a teenager, well, now when I, I have a brother who's 15 months older than I was, and that's, that's a fact from the beginning till now. And, but when I was a teenager, we looked at things a lot differently. I was the middle of the road kind of person. I had been raised up in the Catholic Church. I had taken Jesus as my savior and my hope. And these were certainties that I never let go of. But my brother, when he was in high school, and I probably told you this story before, but when my brother was in high school, there was a course called Rock Poetry. And so, you know, we did Jesus Christ Superstar and, and other, other rock poetry. And my brother was always a year ahead of me. And so he was taking this class. And when it came to the point when Judas betrayed Jesus, my brother stood up in class and said, well, I think he's right. He was right to just, you know, set him aside because that was not, you know, there was no truth in that. And the teacher said, well, shut up and sit down. <laughs> and he was indignant that his point of view was not important. And then my brother went into his own crisis after the first year in college and he was at a place where he was feeling pretty broken and empty. And he found a born-again church that really connected with him and lifted him up and held him in his hard times. And the greatest blessing of all of that is where he met Marianne, who in my family we just call her St. Marianne, 
My sister-in-law is one of the most blessed women in the world. But my brother went from one extreme to the other. And at one point, his church was showing a film that he really, really felt it was important, the Jesus film, that we should all go see. And as we went to this film, it was about a bunch of wandering hippies. We're, we're in the 1970s, early 70s here. So a bunch of wandering hippies. And, and then there was this group who were wandering, um, you know, just, just wandering, getting their heads together, you know. Um, finding their heads, I think that's what we used to say. They're out finding their heads. And, and somebody said to them, oh, go to that house because they'll give you great food. Just say, praise the Lord and pass the mashed potatoes. And so I always think of that as we're preparing our hearts for Thanksgiving is the praise the Lord and pass the mashed potatoes. I don't really know what the rest of that movie was about, but in my family, praise the Lord and pass the mashed potatoes has been one of those things that we have clung to. It was one of those things that made you know there was a certain amount of certainty. That when you were praising God, somehow the mashed potatoes and other good things would come. So in, in, in our scripture in Hebrews, it, it's a deep theological conversation on atonement theory. But it says that law is a shadow. The law that all people tried to keep and of course fell short and fell short again and fell short again. And I know in our lives, that's, I know, maybe, maybe we have some better people than I, but I know that in life, we go through it and we fall short. And we pick ourselves up and we're encouraged and we fall short again. And we pick ourselves up and we fall short again and we can never live up to the letter of the law. And if we are measuring ourselves and our perfection by the measure of the law, we fail. But we are told that Jesus has come, not to replace the law, to fulfill the law. And that law is, a, and what Jesus has fulfilled in that law is forgiveness and grace and mercy. That Jesus becomes that final sacrifice, not sacrifice over and over and over again, repentance over and over and over again, never quite satisfying what God needs. But through Jesus, all things are accomplished. All things are forgiven. We just need to step into that forgiveness. We need to let Jesus become the great priest, the high priest, the priest in the form of Melchizedek. And in that priestly place, we are provoked to love one another and to good deeds. And in the fulfillment of Christ, we are then called as disciples to provoke one another to love and good deeds. So as we are provoked and as we provoke others, 
Love in good deeds is what fulfills our hearts and our souls. It's what blesses the world. It's what heals us and the world. Love and good deeds. I think sometimes we try to make it too complicated. But I'll tell you, you cannot earn your way into heaven. But I can tell you, heaven is already waiting for you. It is already accomplished through Christ. And so we are called to praise the Lord and to live holy lives. To praise the Lord and pass, pass the mashed potatoes one to another so that we might be blessed and brought together so that we might be a holy body, holy in ourselves, holy for each other, holy for the world. And in those times when we cannot feel holy, we will be holy for each other. When we cannot believe, we will believe for each other. When we cannot have enough faith, the faith of our ancient, ancient, Religion will carry us through. When we cannot be pure, then the purity of that hope and love will carry us through. So when we gather together, here and there and out in the world, may we live lives where we are praising the Lord and may our holy lives be a blessing for each other. In Jesus' name.